This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Good morning. Wait, 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 wait. Waking you up. Every morning. Get up. Get the F up. It's Tucker and Mora. New York City's health department has a brand new recommendation for singles who want to hook up with somebody and not get COVID. Mm-hmm. It includes you being creative with a wall. What? Uh, so the health department <laughs> released a three-page document, three pages long, on how to hook up with somebody safely. And they just updated it, okay? So they do say, unfortunately, that the best idea right now is video dates, sexting, um, sexy Zoom parties or chat rooms. Is anyone mm. bored of those options? Can we not have some physical contact already? Bored with those options. I, I'm married. I still n- I've never utilized any of those options. <laughs> You'd probably love using one of these oh, options. Yeah. Just the, the change. Can you believe that, Barnes? I've never sexted with someone on the planet. Seriously, not even once? No. Not even like a, like a, a, like a, like a fling that like you were dating with someone kind of like, like nothing. I've been with my wife since uh, basically texting started. And so you guys didn't text each other anything sexy off the top when you first started dating? Mm, Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I told you, my wife has never sent me uh, sexed. Hmm. Other than like, hey, uh, do you want to like hang out later or have a date tonight or something? You know, like that. That would be as That's dirty as, sexy, as it gets. As sexy yeah. as it gets. Yeah. An appointment. <laughs> Pictures. Forget about it. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. Sad. So, it's a sad story. You know, the, I, I, and that is totally safe in these COVID times. That's something. That's the first recommendation by the New York City Health Department is to do it that way. But if you have to be face to face, they recommend wearing a face covering that covers your nose and mouth. As a layer of extra precaution, they also say, you know, that could be a new kink for you. Yeah. Right? Get into it a bit. Make it a kink. Don't be like, oh, come on. Pretend to be a doctor or a nurse, maybe, you know? That's government recommendation. <laughs> yeah. Make it a the kink. Nice thing is, though, the nice thing is, is you don't have to worry about that whole tongue debate. Oh, is this going to be too much tongue, too little? Do right. I go for the tongue right away when we're making out? You know, the other it thing eliminates that whole variable. It's great. The other, the other thing that's great about it is, like, you know how sometimes you get, like, a huge crater zit on your face? Put the mask yeah. on. They'll never know. They They'll know. never know unless it falls I got, off. <laughs> I got a little bit of a honker, you know, a bit of a nose. Do you think I'd be able to like just hide it behind a mask? People oh, wouldn't yeah. really be able to tell. You might look hotter with a mask on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Plus, you know how I grow my beard to compensate for having no chin? Yes. That's It'll make... still look like I have a chin with the yes. mask on, except they yes. won't know it's like hair. They'll think it's actually just me being, you know, manly. Without the mask, you're a seven. With the mask, you're a ten, baby. Okay? <laughs> Work that mask. Okay, now we uh. get to the wall. 
They also recommend being creative with positions and physical barriers, like a wall, that will allow for contact while preventing face-to-face contact. Wow, look. That's existed for a long time. I mean, uh, at least it has in pornography. I've seen lots of uh, instances where someone comes in and, you know, there's a hole in the wall. And then they're like, well, I wonder what's on the other side. You'd think they'd put their finger or hand through there first to see. Uh, But no, they're they're all in on this one. And they just throw their private parts through there to just see what's on the other side. They don't stick their finger through first as a test? No, no. No, yeah, I, that's what I would do. I'd be like, what is on the other side of that like bathroom stall or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd go index finger or thumb, you know? Or, or what about pencil? You know, pick an object. <laughs> Something. Yeah, yeah. A key? 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 <laughs> no, these people are throwing, you know, they're just risky. They're throwing their private parts through there and they're taking their chances. Luckily, from every video I've seen, it always ends up being the right decision because mm-hmm. there's somebody on the other side who's pleasantly surprised with what they're seeing <laughs> come through there and then they're looking after things. Imagine it's like a finger. Oh, it's a finger. <laughs> It's a finger. What a letdown. So I I thought that was hilarious that literally the New York City Health Department is recommending using a wall. Now there's never been a better time, guys. You know, Hamilton is seeing a surge of new COVID-19 cases among a certain group of people, Tucker. I saw them out this weekend. Mm. People in their 20s who seem to be spending time with their friends and not physically distancing anymore. And it's really showing in the COVID cases in Hamilton in particular. 43% of the people diagnosed with COVID-19 in the last 10 days in Hamilton are in that age range. 43%. That's so a lot. that's a lot. Um, and experts are saying it's because people in that age group are literally not social distancing anymore. They're not caring so much about hand washing. They're not wearing the masks. Mm. So you're going to see uh, Hamilton Public Health is about to launch a new campaign directed specifically to 20 year olds um, to tell you to continue to socially distance. But, you know, we saw it in Toronto, too. There are bars on King Street that had people standing outside. It looked like an awesome beer garden. Was yeah. happening. I saw uh, that. It was just in the when street, you say, though. When you say that they're going to be targeting people in their 20s with this new COVID information, does that mean they're going to try and talk like 20 year olds talk yes. in it? Yes, you know, exactly. Hey, dudes, uh, <laughs> you think it's cool that you're out and about? I know it's fun and everything, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. have a cow, man. You got it. Don't have a cow. Don't, don't, don't say don't have a cow, bro. Yeah, oh, It reminds me of like things that are targeted to an age group and they try and it's like some guy in his 40s trying to act like he's 20 in the commercial. Yes, and it will be super cheese. It'll be the worst. And you'll be like, wow. (laughs) Getting COVID isn't dope AF. It's like, (laughs) it's like still dangerous. Dudes, man, <laughs> man, what, what a, I'm trying to think of like what twenty-year-olds say, bro, bro. You don't want the cove, bro. It's a bad scene, man. Yeah, There's yeah. nothing swaggy about it. Let me tell you, it's not on fleek to have COVID. No, that sounds more like no. it. Yeah. Sunny, I know you want to get on TikTok and tell everybody about it, but. 
there's no, there's no nothing fun about it at all. Oh yeah, good try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it should be fun just to see that commercial. Okay, so people in their twenties haven't been taking the global pandemic as serious as some medical officials would like. So now there's talk of a campaign to raise awareness on the severity of COVID. And uh, I decided to start looking through my repertoire of millennial words Mm -hmm. so I could try and write the commercial that would be geared towards that generation. Okay. Okay. This should be interesting. We were struggling before to find the right words because we were just like, you know, we were just talking about it and none of us could think of all the right words. I've, I've found some that I think would apply here. Okay. Okay. So tell getting... me how this sounds so far. Okay. I don't know. Should we play some music? Do you have like uh, some music you can play, Bundes? Play the Mora music. There oh, you go. nice. Nice. <laughs> it's time to spill the tea on the COVID. <laughs> the struggle is real. Sorry, not sorry, but not everyone is going to be able to Netflix and chill their way out of the ICU. It's time to become woke to the severity of this disease. You don't want to be ratchet AF and miss out on all those lit times. Because trust me, the Jomo will be coming in fast and furious. Jomo, wow. Oh, yeah, that's the joy of missing out. That's the new version of FOMO. FOMO It's now Jomo. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's what I got so far. What do you think? I I think it was pretty low-key awful, not going (laughs) to (laughs) lie. But isn't it always when you get some older guy trying to, like, target the younger crew and speak like them? Yes, it's going to be bad. It's going to be it's bad. It's going to be bad no matter what. We got a text from Melissa. She says, I'm dying. Getting COVID isn't dope AF. As a 26-year-old, <laughs> I approve of this message. Uh, you're definitely not going to look Gucci if you got the vid, right? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Is it the vid? I thought it was the cove. God, it's amazing how quickly you like fall out of being cool. Once you hit 30 something, hey, like you can't yourself, relate. Buddy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know, I know, yeah. Confession time. Half of us have a kink that we would like to try, but, mm-hmm. you know, we felt a little awkward about it and haven't brought it up to mm-hmm. our partner yet. How mm-hmm. long does it take the average person to bring up a kink in a new relationship, would you say? On average. You don't want to scare them away at the beginning. (laughs) Right. You got to hook them in. You got to hook them in. You got to make sure they're in it now. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to say six months to a year. Say six months to a year. Six months to a year. It depends. Depends what that kink is. I mean, like, if I want you to pee on me, that's not a first three months kind of conversation, (laughs) Maura. I got to. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna take some showers together. Maybe start there and be like, right. "Oh, all right, why don't you just urinate on me now by accident?" You know? I'm yeah. trying to remember what happened on Fifty Shades of Grey because I'm pretty sure that Christian Grey hooked up with Anastasia, and then he said, "Listen, this could go in another direction if you'd be down." Here's a contract. Mm-hmm. There was a contract. <laughs> Anyways, that's a movie. That's okay. not real life. On average, 
It takes three months to bring up a kink in a new relationship. Okay? Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, I think it comes up because the new relationship, you're having that hot sex out of, out of the gate, right? That's when all the spicy stuff is happening. That's when you might bring it up. It's, it's like a year down the road. You're Forget setting about your it. It's yeah. too late. It's too, too late. late. It's too <laughs> late. You're going to be like, yeah, yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah. You're not doing crazy stuff anymore, right? You're into the more like standard, uh, do we even have time for this kind of situation? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready for the top <laughs> five kinks people have tried to spice up their relationship? And I would say that these are pretty tame. And I would also no. say, oh, Moral, what, what are you, are you into? <laughs> yeah, this these is are, tame. These are super tame. <laughs> okay. okay, are you ready? Let's top five yeah. kinks. Do you guys want to throw out a, a kink that you think made it in the top five? Well, I mean, isn't BDSM like the number one? Like uh, leather and whips and stuff like that? You would think it's not on here. That's why I'm saying it's pretty tame. Oh, okay. So, like, pretty what, tame. Okay. what about like dress up, just like wearing costumes, dressing up? Well, oh, I, like, yeah. I'll give you that Costume one. Wearing boy? lingerie kinks. Okay. That came in oh, at number yeah. five. Lingerie kinks. Oh, that's like, I'm into that. I like that. Definitely. I like a woman to be like, yeah. This, it's we too know. bad that <laughs> we know you like women it, okay? and men can't agree on that. It's yeah. not that we can't agree on it. It's like it doesn't really work under regular clothes. Like, you know, you can yeah, tell it when what you classify as lingerie. Like, I just don't want frumpy pajamas. They're like baggy, <laughs> frumpy, uh, like flannel pajamas. You know, that's fine after. Put them on. You can rock those for nine hours in bed. It's the first 45 minutes that I'm thinking about. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, number two, sexting during the day. Sexting. Oh, that's hot, but can be a it hot never kick. happens. Never happens. Yeah, it's because your wife uses a work phone and she doesn't want to do that on the work phone. Mm. I get it. I get it. I get it. That's her excuse. Trying a new position. Um, hooking up somewhere besides the bedroom. See, this is, this is tame. And although, that's although, a kink. Yeah, hooking up in yeah. another room is a kink. Yeah. In this exactly. story. This is how uh, lame we are. It's not this even is- like, it's not even like at a mall change room or in the park. It's just like a different room in the house. Just anywhere yeah, yeah, other yeah, than yeah, the yeah. bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. What kink do you want to see on this list of the top five kinks people want to try? I mean, it's not that I want to see anything. It's just like if someone's d- describing a kink as I want to have sex in more than one room of my house, I think that's like that's a not little really a, ridiculous. Yeah, that's, that's more not what I would classify a kink. That's right? just variety. variety. Variety isn't a kink, you know? Yes. I- I'm all about variety. Change it up so you're not in the same pattern, same routine all the time. Yeah, like, that's yeah. why it like, gets boring. Like, where's the whipped cream? Where's the food? Where Where's like, you know, pouring champagne down someone's body? and li- Like, where's all that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> food play. Bundes wants the food and liquid food play there. Play. <laughs> he yeah. wants to do shooters off your butt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to pour the champagne up at your upper back, and then you got to like arch in a way that I can <laughs> drink it off your butt. <laughs> yes. Yeah, great idea. If I brought a bottle of champagne to your house and you dumped it on me, I'd be like, what the hell are you doing, man? That's <laughs> champagne from France. We're drinking that. You yeah, just dumped yeah. it on me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's joke? why you buy. You have two bottles, Mario. You have the one you drink, and then you have the one you pour over somebody. You know, the one you pour over somebody is the nine dollar bottle. Mm-hmm. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Okay, so if you're accidentally uh, finding yourself sitting on a fish, uh, is it possible that that fish could work its way inside of you? <laughs> no. Caution. No way. The the following stories are a little gross, and uh, I think they could all be. We could finish each of these stories with "I'm so glad that's not my thing." Okay. So, okay. Case number one: thirty-year-old guy goes into the hospital the other day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. First guy has a sixteen-inch fish stuck inside of him. No. How did it get there? Well, he told doctors it happened by accident. He uh, sat on it, and uh, the fish somehow found its way inside of him. (laughs) Uh And so surgeons then had to remove it by cutting into the guy's stomach because the fish was so big. They had to take it out through Uh, the tummy. Yeah. The patient, who remains anonymous, by the way, um, is recovering. And, uh, I mean, that's got to, uh, it's got to be an awkward situation where you're like sitting there and you're debating whether or not you need to go to the hospital. Yeah. Like you're just there thinking, oh, what have I done? Oh boy. <laughs> this isn't, co- you know, like how long before you make that decision to go to the hospital? It's got to be a while, right? Yeah. I think Bumbus is Googling a picture of it. I'm trying to find a, a funny sound effect to play with this. Oh, but. oh <laughs> thanks. I don't, I don't think you'll be able to find anything that will do this story yeah. justice, Bundes. Sound effect. Uh, what are you Googling? Uh, sound of fish, fish. inserted into body. <laughs> Insane. 16 inch. What kind of fish was it? Do you know? Yeah, it was a tilapia. <laughs> was it a tilapia? It was, yeah. People just, it's his thing. That. <laughs> There's the sound effect. That's better. You found it. Wow. Okay. You got a choice. You get a choice now. Fish. Okay. 16 inch fish. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, or charging uh, cable. USB cable. <laughs> Through the front. Through fish the front, in the back. Fish in the back. What are you going oh. with? Fish in the back. Uh, fish in the back. 100% every time. I think. <laughs> fish in the back. By the way, Michelle just sent us a text and says she's yeah. so glad she gets to listen to these stories right before she goes to bed after her shift. <laughs> okay. Sweet dreams. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, if you, it, it is so interesting. If you ever get a chance to speak with a doctor who specializes in a, in emergency room medicine, like the people that are on the front lines for all these stories, because they, these kind of things happen in Canada too. Sure. They usually just don't make the news. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, people put all kinds of things in their body well, in all different holes. And it's just, it's cause it's some people's thing. It's their thing. They're into it. I'm so glad I wasn't born that way. Yeah. I feel bad for these people who feel like the only source of enjoyment in life is like finding odd objects and trying to put them in. I dated a, a place guy where once they don't belong. who, when he was a kid, would um, put his, you know, peas, green peas, he would put them in his nose and... <laughs> as a child, yeah. But and is his it a joke? No, his mom had to take him to the hospital and have them surgically removed. Wow. Yeah. I wonder what he's thing. moved on to. <laughs> that's where you start, too. If he's a kid, that's a starting point. wonder where he's peace. finished. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Mark sent us a text before you move yeah. on. Uh, my partner is an ER nurse. You have no idea. Oh, yeah. The stuff people stick inside of them. <gasps> we go on a, the same vacation every year with a big group of people, and uh, some of the other people that are there. One woman is an emergency room doctor, and she has a hundred stories of people just putting things inside of them. Really? Uh, Matt sent us a text one eight hundred ninety five three twenty four sixty four. He said he talked to an ER nurse one time, and she said some guy came in and he had sprayed expanding foam. <laughs> You know, oh, boy. you know that phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly. Yeah. Yep. He had yeah. gotten it. So he had sat on a can, not knowing. Can. No, <laughs> accidentally. Yeah. Shot up there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else are you gonna say, right? I mean, you might as well just be honest about it, though. Everyone knows. Well, then you can get some real. Uh, guidance as to how to move forward with what you're dealing with, you know? Because then the doctor can yeah. say, like, listen, if you're going to keep doing this, here are the items I suggest. Yeah, expanding foam not on that <laughs> list. Yeah, no expanding foam. Uh, any more texts, or can you not read any of them? Oh, yeah, I got a couple of good ones here. What kind okay. of fish was it that got... It was a tilapia. We were talking about a 30-year-old guy who uh, accidentally sat on a tilapia, and it somehow ended up inside of him. You right. know how that happens, by accident. <laughs> And he had to have it surgically removed. Yes, yeah, sixteen Steve, inches long, by the way. Steve, sixteen inches long. Wow. Steve sent yeah. us a text one eight hundred ninety five three twenty four sixty four. He says, "Are you sure it wasn't halibut?" <laughs> Steve. Uh, uh, Steve. And then uh, Javier wanted to uh, chat a little bit about the guy who used the spray foam, who sat on the can of spray foam, and it went off. By and, accident, yeah, and, and then it went off <laughs> in his butt. <laughs> yeah. Javier yeah. says uh, spray foam is used for filling cracks, and he did it as per the instructions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for uh, that. So good. So good. It is time to break down what we're actually allowed to do with these groups of 10 people. Okay? It was why, five. Why, Mara? I'm having a party! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I jumped the gun a little bit. We're having a little dance party in my basement right now. I invited like nine of my closest friends. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. 
So is what Tucker doing legal right now with his party of nine friends? Should he be outside with those people? Like <laughs> Not with this music. My neighbors would hate me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, give it, break it down for us. I wanted to know more about this yesterday. It was like almost impossible to get like real clarification on what it really means to go from five to 10 people. Let me build a scenario for you, okay? Let's say you live right downtown Hamilton, okay, on Cannon Street, and Mm -hmm. you want to, you want to have a legal gathering this weekend with nine of your closest pals that you haven't seen in a while, okay? Okay, two of them are from Guelph, Mora, and they're driving okay. in. Okay, okay? That, but that's they live good. together, so they can drive together. So, do they count as one person or two people? Well, that's two people. <laughs> you can't, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm not messing with you. Unless, unless <laughs> one of them gets on top of the uh, of the other person and they wear a really big long trench coat and it looks like one person, then you might be okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's the thing. You or they have... show up in a cow or horse costume, and one of them's the legs, and one legs. of them's the, like, you know... Then that's one the person. The butt and the head. Yeah, that means they're one, not two. No. Then, then they're one. Come on! Let's focus here. Okay, you invite... You got ten people partying at your house. Do mm. you need to be outside with those ten people? No. They can come really? inside your house and party with you as long as they are socially distanced. Bundus's face just lit right up. As long as we're, uh, who's gonna who's gonna know if we're socially distancing in the house? You are, brother. You are gonna make yeah. sure. You want me to be accountable? It's the honor system, all right? Have some honor for God's sakes. You're the whistleblower, buddy. Put a whistle yeah. in your mouth and blow the whistle anytime somebody's standing too close. My name is Bundus, not Tucker. <laughs> oh yeah. Look, Ooh, zing. I've never ratted out anyone over COVID nineteen stuff. Hmm. Okay. Not to say I haven't ratted people out in the past. <laughs> Usually people that wrong me. Uh-huh. Okay, so you yeah. got 10 people at your house, including yourself. You're socially distanced. You're inside. That is okay. That is totally legal, guys. You need to have now, a big place. Holy. You need to have a big place if everyone's you know, six standing. six feet around each person. <laughs> you got to have like a big suburbs type house. Uh-huh. Now, let's say it's now Sunday, but you want to keep the party going with nine different people. Is that okay? Hey, come on in. They all just left. There's lots of room for you up here. Come on. Woo! Yeah, I love yeah, this party okay. music that I'm, you always I'm play. I'm feeling it. I'm gonna, is I got that a, gr- a new group of nine. Is that okay? Or is that illegal? Uh, Do you have to stick to the I'm, same ten? I'm going to say it's legal, more. I'm just going to throw it out there. I think it's legal. You are 100% right. It does not have to be the same ten people. You're not bubbling up. Okay. Don't You're worry, I lay <laughs> solved the dance floor. You'll be fine. Go Tucker. Go Tucker. Go Tucker. Yeah. Uh there you go. So I mean really what this is uh, I I think, you know, inside people are still, you know, not a hundred percent sure if they want to go down that road, but uh backyard parties, you know, having yeah. a group of ten, you can easily be six feet apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you got a backyard, so that's that half be... decent size, yeah. yeah. So, what about for areas like Hamilton and Toronto that aren't allowed to be in stage two as of yet? Are they allowed to have ten people over this weekend? Yes, you are. This is for all of Ontario, my friends. Woo! Oh, okay. Woo!
All right. There you go. There is a trend on TikTok that is making me laugh, and I am right on board. It's so stupid, though. If you're going mm-hmm. through a Starbucks drive through what you got to do is um, whoever's driving, you need to tell them instead of ordering a pink drink, which is something you can order at a Starbucks, I guess, mm-hmm. you're supposed to tell the driver that you want a pinkity drinkity. <laughs> not a real drink. It's not a real drink. <laughs> and it just makes the driver look a little stupid. And then people are creating these TikTok videos of these people ordering it. Yeah, oh, hang on here. What's it called? Pinkity Let me get a medium pinkity drinkity. Yes. Alrighty, what else for ya? Uh, that's it. Alright, 482, I'll see you at the window. Thank you. I must admit that's the first time I've ever heard it referred to as that. What is it? Pinkity drinkity. Ah, pinkity drinkity. Yeah, here's another one. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I'll have a pinkity drinkity for the lady. What is that? A pinkity drinkity? The the pink drink? If that's what it's, yeah. I, she set me up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, you want to hear one more? Yeah, yeah. Give me one more. Hi, do you guys have a pinkity drinkity thing? <laughs> a pink drink? Yeah. Yeah. What's that for you like? Medium. Anything else we do that? Uh. <laughs> so funny. Uh. <laughs> I find that whole like drive through uh, very stressful. Matt always screws up my order. Always screwing oh, up my yeah. order. He's not well, very clear. He- you know, I make uh, I make my wife order for herself if she's ordering something that gets really complicated, especially at Starbucks. Like, because, yes. uh, you know, I didn't drink coffee up until this year, essentially the last like, you know, six months. And so uh, if she starts saying like medium, half, uh, fad, latte, vanilla, whatever, you know, like I don't even know the sizes, the venti well, and yeah. the grande. So I just, she leans over and she yells into, yeah, she yells yeah. into the speaker for me and orders what she wants because I'm not dealing with that. I'm going to get it wrong. And and even if you even if you use all the right words, you have to say it in the right order, which is a bit infuriating. I know they. How they, did they? And do they always that? like patronize you. It's always yes. like okay. So what you really wanted was, and it's like that's exactly what I said, just not in that order. And it's mm-hmm. like no, you got to have the grande non-fat vanilla latte. And if I said, can I get a latte non-fat grande? They'd be like, okay, what you really meant to say was this. Yeah. And it's all the right words, just not in the right order. Like, the worst you're is dummy. <laughs> The worst is then you've overtrained people to order that way, and then they go to another cafe and they use those terms, and it's like, what are you talking about? Short, oh. venti. Yeah, you know, what are, I don't. E- I still to this day have no idea what a small, medium, large, extra large is at Starbucks. Short, like what? What tall. is short? Short, short is, is the small. smallest. Then you okay, got what's your tall. Medium? What's, tall. Okay. Wait, Tall is, is large to me. No, no that's grande. That's grande. That's, see, that's dumb. That's dumb. <laughs> that's grande I get because that's just another word for large. Okay. And then but you got your venti. Tall is a short, tall, grande. Okay. And venti is like the largest one. The huge one. Yeah. yeah it's it's yeah. 20 for 20 ounces. Oh, smart bundus. Yeah. Didn't know that. Learn well, something new every all, day. All these little tidbits. <laughs> it's amazing. Your mind. Uh, wow. 
Anyway, I, I think it would work at any drive-thru. It's a little, I guess, easier at a Starbucks because they actually have a pink drink. But if mm-hmm. you're going through any drive-thru, shoot a little <laughs> video of the driver asking for a pinkity drinkity. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> See, that's better than like showing people surfing cars or, you know, crushing on Tide Pods. Yes. And the cinnamon challenge. Like this is no one gets hurt kind right. of challenge. So I'm on board with it. <laughs> Black Eyed Peas have another new song out. And I guess they were happy with how Ritmo was going. So they decided to come out with a song called No Manana. And uh, they're hanging on to the Latin vibe. It's hot right now. Mm-hmm. So, as much as you, like, rip on them for getting on the Latin bandwagon, I feel like, you know, The Weeknd came out with a whole album that was 80s-inspired. Seems like the Black Eyed Peas are coming out with an album that's Latin-inspired. So, you know, people get their inspiration from different places. I'll tell you what it is about Black Eyed Peas that sort of, like, has been a shift is that you know, they've been a band for 25 years. You know, trying to be relevant for 25 years is almost impossible in that industry. Mm-hmm. But when they when they were new, they were sort of innovators. You know, they were doing stuff and they were setting the tone. And now they're just followers. They're just trying to stay relevant. And they're, they're still hanging on, but I think by a thread. Really? I don't know how long they can keep this up. Yeah, I think they're following the same path as Madonna. You know, where Madonna didn't want to evolve away from her young audience and grow with her old audience. And so I think Black Eyed Peas are doing the same thing. Well, Cassandra does not agree with you. Cassandra says, Song of the Summer! (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe. She says she's dancing in her car. I'm not saying it's not a good song, and I'm not saying that Ritmo is not a good song. It's just that they're following trends now, whereas they used to be setting them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you remember... You know, it's funny how bands have like this, they they're, they can be so big, and then all of a sudden, one day, they're not relevant anymore. And I'll give you a perfect example. Remember U2? U2 were the biggest band in the world. <laughs> yes. And then in a period of like a year, and it didn't help that they gave away their album for free and forced it on everybody's iTunes account. Yeah, like, that, that was really the moment. That really rubbed people the wrong way. Yeah. But that was the beginning of the transition for them into like the band that dad listens to, mm-hmm. you know, and they were no longer the band that was uh, creating and starting the uh, different trends well, in the, music. There's an old saying that, that basically says that every artist will produce their best material, their best songs. They'll write them in their 20s. After, if you look at most at most artists, you're not going to find huge life cultural changing songs that, that were written, you know, in their later 30s or 40s. I wonder why that is, because like I think as you get older, not that I'm that much older and don't have that much experience to go on here, but as you get older, you get more experience. So you'd think that those songs would be more lyrically interesting because they've been through more. But it's not. It's mm-hmm. it's coming from a different place. When you're when you're twenty, you're you have so much angst and passion and desire and lust and everything in the world. You're more dialed into the current 
um, climate, social climates um, in, in the world. So even I'll if you, you your viewpoint is. may be wrong, you're so passionate about what it is that you're writing that that passion trans... Like That's it trans- not what it is. Yes, it is. That's not what it is. <laughs> no, you don't want to know what it is? Okay, what is it? It's, get, it's, it's getting married and having kids. It ruins everything. <laughs> You know what? what? You might is. be right. You might be right. Yeah. All, the, all these people, you know, in their twenties, they got nothing to do except yes. create music, get yes. drunk, get high, whatever. Yes. Yes. Now they got responsibilities. They got a kid waking up in the middle of the night. Their creative yes. juices are just squashed, sucked out of them, sucked out of them. <laughs> the life. Oh, all of a sudden they got like a husband who's like, "When are you coming home tonight, honey? You've been gone all day." Or you got a wife who's like, <laughs> "Are you playing with the boys?" again you know, all. oh band practice again i'm oh. at home with the kids while you're at band practice yeah yeah that'll suck the creative juices out of you forget about the oh it's the yin and the yang when you turn 40 and then your eternal desires and, <laughs> you're overcomplicating what it is to be like you know crushed <laughs> By the weight of having children and a you know long term relationship. <laughs> Welcome to the party. It wouldn't be a party without you. Energy ninety five three.